Welcome to A New Creation. I'm Phyllis, and thank you for joining me today. Every episode of A New Creation is commissioned by the Holy Spirit. It is new, and it is from God. The winds of change are blowing. The Spirit of God is brooding or moving across the land. A mighty rushing wind is building to usher in a mighty move of God. And it's a move that has never been experienced in this magnitude in modern history. It's like in creation, when the Holy Spirit was brooding across the face of the deep, and it was indicating something was about to come forth. Now, the Hebrew word asa is translated as the word create, and it's used in Genesis, and it's used in the story when God was creating the world. It also means to accomplish, to do, or perform. So an illustration of the change or the winds of change that's taking place can be found in Genesis chapter 1, and I'm going to read verses 1 through 3, and it's going to be the New King James Version of the Scripture, and it reads, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. See, this is an example of how God's word, by him speaking, let there be light, light came. And the winds of change that's blowing across our earth is very similar to when God created everything. And he created in a time, he created it in a time of change. Now let's take a look at the word brood. Because I used that twice. I said the Spirit of God was brooding or moving across the land, moving across the face of deep. Now, the word brood, it means to sit on and cover as a fowl on her eggs for the purpose of warming them and hatching chickens, or as a hen over her chickens to warm and protect them. So, this is an example when the Holy Spirit was brooding across the face of the deep. He was moving upon the face of the waters. So if it was as if he was like a chick that was being protected by the mother. A hen was, was, was protecting her chickens. So the Holy Spirit was preparing for something to come forth. And he was pre preparing for something that hadn't ever happened before to come forth. And it was creation. It was God creating the heaven and the earth. I declare and decree that the Lord of glory is birthing something new. Amen. Today's episode of Phyllis' New Creation is winds of change. God is awakening his remnant to move in new realms of the spirit in him. And while at the same time, while we're moving in new realms of the spirit in him, we are to be strategic in what foundation we lay in everything that we do. He is to be the chief cornerstone. And a chief cornerstone is the rock upon which the weight of the entire structure rests. And I looked the definition up in, in the Oxford Dictionary. Now, our lives must be resting solely on the Lord Jesus, the person of the Lord Jesus. 
Now, in the book of Mark, chapter 12, and I'm going to read verses 10 through 11, and it's the English Standard Version of the Scripture. And it reads, this is Jesus speaking. He said, have you not read this scripture? The stone that the builders rejected has become the the cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. See, Jesus made that statement because the audience in which he was speaking to It was mostly religious figures, religious people. They had rejected him. And he had beforehand spoken to them about a particular parable. He was speaking to them in parables. If you go back to the beginning of that chapter, Mark chapter 12, verse 1, it speaks about how Jesus had begun to address his audiences in parables. And of course, parables are just to to let you know, because there may be some people not, not very familiar with parables, but parables are an earthly story that has a heavenly meaning. So Jesus was addressing this audience with parables. And he was speaking about, in this particular parable, about tenants, tenants that he had rented property to. And in this case, it it was an owner who had rented property to certain tenants, and they were to take care of the property and care for it for a period of time. And they were to pay the owner to lease the property. The owner went away for a while and he sent back his servants to go back and collect on the land since the people were living on the land. And he sent back three servants. The first servant that he sent, the tenants beat that particular servant, sent him away. Second servant, they beat them even worse. And the third servant, who was in this particular case, the son of the owner, they killed him. And so Jesus was asking them this question after he asked them about what would happen to those people. He was using this example to show them that just like in that particular case, the tenants did not accept the owner or any any of the owner's representatives. He too, who was the builder that they had rejected, he was the chief cornerstone. And even though they rejected him, He was still used by God. And it's very similar to us today. Even though we may be in situations where we are rejected, we're rejected by probably the world, more than likely the world. We can be rejected by our family members. We can be rejected by associates and friends. But either way, we still, as belonging to the Lord Jesus and as a member of the household of faith, will be used by him and will be used for his glory. Just like God is sovereign in orchestrating the rejection and then later the exaltation of Jesus, his son, and his kingdom spread throughout the earth, so does the Lord Jesus reign supreme in our lives. It's a very similar relationship. We belong to God. See, there are times when God is moving. He's moving in change. And he lets you see a glimpse of your future or what the change will be in your life. He's showing this to you or he shows us to us a glimpse of our future so that we won't perish in our present 
circumstance, or our present situation or condition. This is designed to encourage us to trust in him and to trust in his word. Talking about winds of change. Let's take a look at the scripture here. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, and I'm going to read the Berean version of the Bible. It reads, Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. See, in this example, the Lord Jesus, even though he was on the cross, he didn't fix his eyes on what was happening around him. His mother at the foot of the cross, Apostle John and others. He didn't fix his mind on any of that. He didn't fix his eyes or his mind on that. But he kept his eyes fixed on what was going to happen after that. And this scripture is speaking to us that we do the same. We are to fix our eyes on the Lord Jesus. And he's the one who's the author, which means he's the beginning and the finisher of our faith. That's why he says to us, have faith in God. Our faith should be in the Lord Jesus. And if we keep our eyes focused on him and what he's doing in our lives and the things that he's showing us as we move in change with him, we will succeed in the purpose that he has created us for. Talking about winds of change. See, we must wage spiritual warfare with the prophetic word that was spoken over our lives. God always speaks a word over your life, either either through if you hear a message and the Holy Spirit speaks to you, something that's a word that's speaking, that he's speaking to you in that message. A person can come and give you a word of knowledge, a word of faith. God always speaks to us and lets us know what his plans are for us before he puts it into action. And sometimes he may put it into action already, it'd be in the process, and you get a prophetic word on it. And the reason why I call it a prophetic word is because it's from God, it's from heaven. Pro means in place of, theme means to speak. So it's a word that's being spoken to us. And it's coming from it's coming from the Holy Spirit, which means it's coming from heaven. It's coming from God. What has God said to you about your life? What has he said to you about your family? What has he said to you about your nation? Whatever he said, hold on to that. Keep declaring and decreeing over your life, over your family, over your ministry, over anything that God is speaking to you about. And believe God and watch he fulfilled that which he has spoken. See, God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. If he has spoken it, it shall come to pass. Hold on to what the Lord is saying to you. Remember, we are to launch this warfare. Because this is what we war for the word of God. We war for the change that God is showing us. We enter into warfare, but we enter into it from a heavenly perspective, from heaven's perspective, looking at it from the way God is showing it to us through his eyes 
Because remember, we're seated in heavenly places with Christ, far above all principalities and power and might, and above every name that's named in this world and the world to come. So if we're seated up in heavenly places in the heavenly realms, we're above those principalities. We're above those demonic spirits. So we can see from God's perspective, and that is how we pray, and that is how we declare the word of God and what God has said. It is very important that we do that. In Daniel chapter 11, verse 32, and it's the B clause of the scripture, it reads, But the people who know their God will be strong and take action. Some translation says, and do great exploits. I read you the, I read you God's word translation of the scripture. What that scripture means is that if we know our God, which means that we have a personal relationship with him, we walk with him. We meet with him on a regular basis, on a daily basis, and we commune with him and we have his mind. See, the more you spend time with the Lord, the more you spend time with the Holy Spirit, the more you recognize when God is speaking to you and when he's not speaking to you, the more you recognize his still small voice, because God will not speak to you over loudness, over confusion, over over the other things that are happening in your life. God speaks in a still small voice, and it's because he's speaking to your spirit. Remember, God is spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And what that means is that when you're interacting with God, when you're worshiping him, honoring him, holding him up in reverence, it is your spirit man that's doing that. It's not based on how you feel. It's not based on what you think, but it's your spirit that connects and communes with God. So it's only through a relationship by the spirit, your spirit, connecting with the spirit of God, that you know when God is moving in your life and when he's speaking to you, talking about the winds of change. This week is very different in terms of what the Holy Spirit gave to me to continue to share with you concerning the winds of change. In Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27, it reads, And it's appointed unto man once to die, and after this the judgment. Every human being on the face of this earth has an appointment with death. We just don't know when death will come. And then after death, there is judgment. And it's very interesting that the Holy Spirit would give me this scripture as I speak of the winds of change. The Holy Spirit led me to do some research as it relates to this scripture. And as I was doing research on it, I was actually up on YouTube reading some information that I had I listened to a, a video about it, reading some information on it. And after I finished studying it, you know how sometimes when you listen to YouTube, something else will pop up in your YouTube, pop up to you after you finish viewing a particular video, another video can pop up. What I what popped up in my phone was an interview of the rapper. DMX. He's the rapper who passed away about a week ago. It was actually on April 9th is when he died from a massive heart attack. And his name is Earl Simmons, but he's known as DMX. And I watched this video and it was an interview with him. 
very interesting interview because he shared with the interviewer about his life and he shared about his his struggle with drug drug addiction. He was addicted to drugs and his struggle with that. And he talked about how when he was very young, how he started to learn how to write raps and how to 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 rap in general. He's very gifted. And there was this older man that was teaching him, was really mentoring him. He was 14 years old at the time. And this older man was in his 30s. And he mentioned how the older man tricked him into drugs, into really rolling up some crack and, and, and giving it to him as he smoked it. And he said that was the beginning of a lifetime of struggling as it related to addiction. Talking about winds of change. Why am I talking about this? The Holy Spirit wanted me to share with you today. It was two scriptures that he gave me. And as I watched DMX, my heart really went out to him. He was very transparent about it. He was very open. But there was something in his heart that was crying out, I felt, for the Lord. And I also felt that this man knew the Lord. And he talked a little bit more about some things that he had experienced. He had experienced being in a foster home as a child. He said his mother took him there. His mother was very young and he was very young and he, he was left there, didn't know he was going to be left there. And so I watched this, this video, this interview, the interview probably was about 15 minutes, but it was very, very poignant interview that talks about how sometimes change can come. Why am I saying this? DMX's appointment with death, he had a heart attack on April 2nd and he died April 9th. His appointment with death was April 9th and it was sudden. And the scripture that the Holy Spirit keeps speaking to me about concerning that is Malachi 3. And it's the C clause where it says, and the God that I serve will suddenly come into his temple. This is a time of suddenly talking about winds of change. We're living in a time when when death can be sudden, when we least expect it. No one knows when their appointment with death is, but we do know that we have an appointment. And there were two scriptures that the Holy Spirit gave me concerning DMX. And I'm going to share them with you. The first scripture the Holy Spirit gave me was Psalm chapter 34, verse 6. And it's the new King James Version of the scripture. And it reads, this poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. I truly believe that God heard DMX's heart. He heard his heart. He heard him crying out. Because when I laid eyes on him on that interview, I saw his heart. And he had a heart that was tender toward God and the things of God. And it's like the Holy Spirit had me at that time to pray for other children who are in foster care, other children who are out on the street, other children who may be possibly victimized by adults who may take advantage of them like it did him. And he struggled with this all of his life because of this. But I believe that God heard DMX's heart. He heard his cry because the Holy Spirit gave me the scripture. The second scripture the Holy Spirit gave me was Psalm, again, chapter 34, Verse 18, and it's the New American Standard Bible of the scripture, and it reads, The Lord is near to the brokenhearted 
and saves those who are crushed in spirit. That's good news. If there's anyone who's listening to this message today, talking about winds of change, and know that God is speaking to them about change, and they may be brokenhearted. You may be brokenhearted. You may be of a contrite spirit. You may be crying out to the Lord as DMX was. Don't be discouraged. Know that God cares about you. And you're not just listening to this message today by happenstance. God wanted you to hear that he loves you and he's calling you to himself through his son, the Lord Jesus. And if that's you I'm speaking to, repeat after me. Heavenly Father, thank you for letting me hear this message today. I know, God, that you're calling me to change. I know, God, that you love me. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to die on the cross for me. Thank you for raising him from the dead. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to believe in him. I believe in the Lord Jesus. I believe in you, Heavenly Father. And please save me today. Amen. Thank you for joining me today for Phyllis is a New Creation. And remember, Phyllis is a New Creation exists for you to know how to apply the Word of God to your everyday life. Today's message, Winds of Change, God gave to us so that we would know He is in the midst of change. He's changing the way we are to worship him. He's changing our lives. If we open up our heart to him, he will come in and he will show us how to change into the image and the likeness of his son. You can find Phyllis's A New Creation in Google Podcasts. Just search for Phyllis's, P-H-Y-L-L-I-S apostrophe S, A New, A-N-E-W, Creation, C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N. And be sure to put Google Podcasts when you search for it. Heavenly Father, I thank you for every soul that's listening to this message today, God. And I pray that they will share this message with others so that others would know that you are in the midst of change and we're in the winds of change and you are calling them to you so that they will be in the posture of change and they will know you personally for themselves. Amen. Thank you.